0: I'm Allison Katskowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale for the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here, you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always gonna give it to you straight, because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Alison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for joining me today for another edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. I am your host. I am excited to be with you on this Thursday morning. And as always, this space is all about not just talking about how we create amazing client experiences, but what actually helps deliver real change and transformation for people. Because a client experience is so much more than just a transaction or simply signing up for a service. This is actually a space where we talk about how that change happens. And today I have Christine Rappin with me. She is coming to me from Canada. So I always love talking to people who are coming to me from different parts of the globe. This is amazing thing about technology. And we're going to have a great conversation Mm -hmm about simple, easy ways to create change for our clients. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm absolutely excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Fabulous. Please introduce yourself, if you don't mind, to my audience, and then we'll get going.
1: Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm a bit of a global nomad. I am Canadian, but my story is uh, I've lived in five countries, 30 cities, some more than once. And I grew up in the world of business and I knew I would be an entrepreneur from a really young age, but a huge plot twist in my life shook my world and said, it's time to start making it happen. And I actually have three businesses today. I built my first one, building it an hour a day and it grew consistently and it kept leading to people saying, can I buy you coffee? What's the secret to actually creating the life you want? Because you have a big job. You have a business, you have teenage kids, you're getting married, and I see you playing in the mountains on the weekend. Like, what the, what gives? That actually led to the real big passion of mine, which is I really want more business people to have the life they want and actually create success without killing themselves in the process.
0: Oh, I love that. And I love your whole idea of, you know, I'm I'm doing three businesses. You're just kind of never entertaining the thought that this is too hard. You're just like, I'm going to make this work, you know? Yeah,
1: I would say it's about building the and story. You know, everything is about listening to what it is you want to create. And really, if you're serious about it, putting down the excuses and saying, how do I do it? And who do I need with me to help me get there?
0: No, I love that. And I just, uh, that's one of the core things that I always teach to all of my clients is we must learn to live in the and, either or an or, right? You can have all of it. No. So true. Absolutely. So. Let's talk a little bit about um, just what you do in general. Like, how do you help your clients create the businesses that they really, truly desire?
1: It all came about when I realized that people don't understand the business foundations. And I always was like, why are we making it so hard? And I said, I built my first business an hour a day. I am not a unicorn, just in case you wondered. Uh, But I really understood the foundations that created business success because in my life, I've worked with more than 400 businesses and we've created more than a billion dollars. And so I knew what was working and when it falls apart. And I said to my clients, if you want to serve more people and you want to create that life you, you really want, it comes down to understanding the foundations and When we first started, it was really about serving more clients. That's what the biggest ask is for most business owners. How do I I reach more people? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, to reach more people, you need to back that up. There's three things that drive success and only two things that predict your revenue. And once you understand that real simplicity, you can focus on Mm -hmm. small bursts of activity consistently done to create movement And I really firmly, firmly believe that movement is the key because it's what builds momentum. You can choose your speed. But I knew in my first business, it was one hour a day. That was many years ago. Now it's a much more uh, committed path. Mm -hmm. But it really was recognizing the foundation. So two things predict your revenue. How many people you're meeting and how many people you're making offers to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get really distracted thinking it's a lot more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. But those are the heartbeat of I, the path you're on.
0: Right. And I love the simplicity of which that you're talking about that because I feel like right now, especially with the online space being so busy and loud, there's all kinds of messages out there saying, if you want to grow your business, you need to do this 10-step formula. And if you want to have more clients, you need to do this fancy funnel over here. So I love the simplicity of what you're talking about.
1: And it's it's a good pulse check to take. Like anytime you start to think, well, you know, maybe the results aren't where I wanted them to do, I said, just take ten minutes and ask yourself, how many people did I meet in the last thirty days, and how many people have I made offers to? And if you really dial that down to that is really the predictor of your results, you can start to say, well, what am I putting the inputs in to get there? And it comes down to those three foundations that drive success. You need to learn how to build an audience of buyers. Not just an audience, but an audience of buyers. And then the second component is you need to master your marketing message, which is about understanding what is marketing. Marketing is not the bazillion tactics. That's just the execution. But marketing in itself is about creating movement, which is sparking curiosity to the wider audience and connecting them to create a movement, which is ideally moving towards you. So that when you make the third pillar, which is your offer, you understand the value you're creating, they are interested and see it as a priority. And therefore, you see client success in the result and in your business building activities. And I say to people, those three foundations, no matter what your business, no matter where you're serving your clients, no matter whether you're doing it in person or online, those are essential and many people come to the world of business without the business skills and i said don't believe the hype there's a million tactics and a million different tactics work what are the foundations for you and how do you want to play
0: no i love that i just i don't i just think we just cannot say that enough especially in today's world so i so appreciate you dialing that down to the bare bare basics cuz i think that's really what people need
1: to hear and it's not simple. It's not effortless. You know, I said it is simple and it's elegantly simple. And it's sometimes that's so the hardest bit because we think it needs to be more. And I said, don't, don't don't, misunderstand for a second. Elegant simplicity requires effort, but focused effort is the key. And when you can realize that you can do less and master it to create more impact, time understanding the 80-20 principle. Like we see it on all over our lives, 80-20. What's the 20% that's working for you? It's going to be different than me. And yeah. it's going to be different than maybe your best friend who's also uh, in, in creating an impact for business. So you need to find your 20%. Stop listening to the distractions, find it, and then get really good at it. And it will feel more playful. You'll have more success, and you actually light up and get great energy around it, which means you create great experiences around yes. it. Thank and you. that's where it magically comes together. Yeah, everyone's like, "I can't do twenty percent." Everyone tells me I have to do a thousand different things. I'm like, "Okay, well, come spend time with me. I won't. I won't tell you that.
0: <laughs> I'll help you find what the twenty percent is- are." Right. I mean, but look, I I love how you're, I love everything that you're saying. And let me, I just want to pull out a couple of little pearls here for us to kind of chat about. One is, is that, look, building a business is, can be challenging, right? Nobody ever said it's going to be easy, but I love what you say about let's make this as simple as possible. Let's stay focused on what I always often call the basics, right? Instead of waiting for the perfect people to drop in your lap, which, you know, a lot of online groomers talk about as, If you just do this, then people will magically find you. But, you know, there has to be some strategy with it. But the strategy doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple, literally rinse and repeat on a daily basis.
1: So true. And the big part that we miss is once we can distill what is our 20%, Mm -hmm. it is about staying in the lane around that 20%. And especially with creatives, I work with a lot of creatives. I'm a creator myself. And one of the reasons why they they really gravitate to working with me is I know how to pull the pieces together, the marketing, the sales, the operations. And most people who are gurus out there don't talk about pulling the pieces together. They want to sell you separate components. I'm about pulling it together. But then I said, stay in your lane. Because if you can commit, whether it's one hour a day, like my early business adventure, it builds momentum. It builds in movement. And I said, you need to get going because somebody who heard you five years ago might come to you today. And this podcast will live a really long time. So when you're trying to simplify your lane, what do you still want to be talking about in five years? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be still the engine that's moving. And I said, you can choose your speed. But you've got to remember to choose your lane, stay in it and get known for it. Because that yes. really is when you start to feel like all those unicorns start showing up and saying, "Tell me, totally, you totally, you. You're like, where did totally. you come from? And they're like, I've been in the back all yeah. the time. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Well, this but is I mean, we a lot do. of what
0: you're talking about is what I call like the, your vision. What do mm-hmm. you want to be known for in the world? And what is it that you see as your, to use your word, your lane to get you there? Because we can't be thing to everybody. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners make the mistake of trying to show everybody how much they know. And that doesn't always like gravitate
1: and get you the best people that you can get results for. No, because it's not a how question. You know, this is where we misunderstand the, the, the basics. Yes. When somebody chooses to work with you or even ask, observe follow, be curious about you and your delivery and what the results you offer to the to guide people to, they take it as a given you know how, mm-hmm. or they won't invest with you. So yes. you do need to think about what's your strategy to build confidence that you know what you're doing. And this one's easy. Walk your talk. Yes. But if you can recognize they know the how, then really what it is about is not the how. It is about remembering nobody pays for your time. They pay for the results. What is it that you can communicate that builds confidence around the results? How can you show up as human Mm -hmm. and create safe spaces for them to say, step in and tell me how to do that? Because I know you know how, but what I'm doing isn't working and I need an accelerator. And I Mm -hmm. think it might be you. The how is a given. Yeah, it's a given.
0: No, I love that because we do have a tendency to make things harder than they need to be. I think that's just human nature. We tend to like, well, let yeah. me let me go over here and do this. Let me try this. Let me,
1: you know, and it just it, a confused mind never buys. Right. That's right. And the how, you know, we we the how is about us feeling uncertain and justifying ourselves, mm-hmm. which is bad energy. You know, yes. it, it shows your wobbling and all of us wobble all of us, including myself on a really regular basis. But you need to remember that the goal that they seek, they're coming from a different place than you, whether you're a couple chapters ahead or whether you're many seasons ahead. One of the big challenges I think people realize is they get focused on the how, which is us justifying ourselves, which is just never going to be attractive. But recognize your clients in the dark they're not in the place of enlightenment. So you need to meet them where they are. Yes. And not shame them, embarrass them, call them out. Because I think the big mistake I see in communication is that you're describing the problem from your place of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And that's because your peers are all doing the same. But your peers yes. are not your buyers. I agree. And I right. say to people, if you can shift out of that and change the lens to your client who's in the dark. And understand the consequences that create movement and show up as human, authentic, and just invite people to say, do you know that there's something on the other side? Are you curious about what it is? Mm -hmm. And when you're ready, the invitation is to follow the footprints that left you. And they will move from the back of the room to becoming a buyer. If you Mm -hmm. are the right person and they feel you're genuine, Mm -hmm. you're human, Mm-hmm. and you do know your stuff because you walk it.
0: Well, and I love I love that because I feel like you have to be the product of your product. You know, depending on what your offer is so. and how it is that you help people create change, but what I also loved about what you just said because I say the same thing is we must show that we're human because people want to relate to us. They they obviously see us as further down the road that I want whatever that is, right? But they also want to see us as a regular normal person. Wow, she struggles with the same things that I do. She's been where I am and she makes it look so easy. That's what I want.
1: So true. And you know, this is this is something that we struggle to do. And I say to people, do not assume that we are unequal. Yeah, we are maybe different chapters, but we are peers. And I'm serving who I was and I'm trying to break it down to help you see fewer icebergs in the water or scrape knees. And the goal is, is that I need to always remember to show not only am I human, but I am a work in progress still. Yes. I didn't yes. land here. I worked my way through here. And it's particularly what in what I do because I mentor people and that is both skill development, Thinking partners and holding the vision when my clients are wobbling and asking those tough things is to say I need to do the same for myself, and I do. And talk about I can help you do this, but I also need it on the flip side, Mm -hmm. and show that I'm evolving too. And I think if you can play in circles like that, it honestly is just way more fun. I know. I I know. Tell me about the fun
0: back and really. Business can be fun too if you let it be fun. And it's yes. fun when you're able to tie more into your purpose and your why and the reason
1: what drives you on a daily basis. It's about creating value. Yes. And, you know, I I think sometimes we we get really caught up in what people think success looks like in business. And I think if you ever you know, feel like you're not where you maybe you want to be, it's easy to cast your lens to the world and say, they've got it all together. And I will say, be careful of the highlight reel. If you are seeking people to inspire you, yes. I want you to think about do they have the life you want? And that yes. might be family, relationships, health, priorities, contribution and business. Mm -hmm. And be careful that you don't set yourself up for expectations. Because I said, your success measures change. Mm -hmm. It's not just the bottom line. Yes. It's, do I play with people I like playing with? Am I creating fun experiences? And I say to people all the time, if your business doesn't feel like oxygen to you, something is off on the foundation. I love that analogy. We're building this. Yeah. And maybe you've got caught up into somebody else's lane. And guess what? You can take a course correction. And my yeah. clients do. And it's a really something I think nobody talks about. Is that where you start and where you go each chapter mm-hmm. is your adventure. You're well, choosing. and we're all
0: writing our, our chapters every day, right? Yes. That's really not just what life is, but what our business is about too. Because our business really should serve us. It shouldn't be the other way around.
1: Right? 100%. Yeah. You know, I I always tell my clients, I mean, I I love the wins, you know, because it's momentum building, but the wins are not one dimensional.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. What do you think are some of the biggest wins as a business owner that you found and kind of having your business set up the way that you do it? And and maybe it's about your approach, maybe it's a a certain client success story. Uh, Let's talk
1: about that a little bit you know, the first win, you know, for me is always watching because I get the incredible privilege of being shotgun on somebody's streams. Like it is a huge honor. It's a privilege. It's trust. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really fun is watching people go from, I can see it to undoing it to, wow, this is happening. What else is possible? Like that to me is a big success engine and it's just fun to see it. And, you know, it doesn't mean that I said we don't wobble and have moments of like, this feels so scary. And yet there's other times when I've got clients in high momentum who are saying, I don't feel wobbly. I mean, I'm not perfect. And I'm still not in control of everything, but I feel certain on my path. And I always tell my clients, my win for them is gain the confidence, be the must hire and create the results of the life you want. That's the Mm. client's the business the relationships and your health and you can't sacrifice any of those four pillars or your house falls down. Yeah. For me the other thing that really drives mm-hmm. me is the quest for knowledge. You know, it's fun to really think creatively and I I really need creativity in my life and that's a big component because it creates fire. Mm-hmm. And one of the most important questions to ask yourself is the engine lit? And yeah. I won't work with a client if the engine's not lit. Because I said my job is the mentor and the thinking partner. is not to light your engine. It might be the occasional breathe fire at you or air into you, right? But you are the engine for your dreams. Yeah, it wasn't it's really not class. our was job you. as coaches and mentors to convince
0: people to do no. something,
1: right? And many do, and that's the exactly. Problem. We get a lot we of really bad mean. reputations. I said you know, where do you want to go? I, I know one of the most fun clients I worked with many years ago was was somebody who came to me who'd worked with a lot of people, had a real shaken faith on the return that they got and said to me when we first met, I want to build an empire. I'm like, awesome. What does that mean to you? And she's like, you. what do you mean you're not judging? I'm like, who am I to judge your dream? I can't right. believe people would do that. But anyway, that's the bad thing around there. Yeah. And I said, what does it mean to you to build an empire? And she and I worked together for a period of time, really getting into how do you stand out from the sea of sameness? Because when she first came to me, she was talking about, I want to, I want to support self-love. I want to help people own their own passions. And we iterated when we worked together, a number of different people she thought she wanted to serve. Mm-hmm. Fast forward many years and she's in a completely different marketplace and she's so lit up. And she's breaking huge barriers. And she's like, this feels like fun. It feels like oxygen. And I said, what was the path that happened? She said, one, you believed in me. Two, I had to think for myself and I had to take action. And I believe in my ability to learn every time I take an action and it builds movement. That's what I learned from you. And I'm like,
0: yeah, it's like when, when, when people reflect back to us. Because that's all that was going on there in that exchange that you just described is that she was reflecting back to you what your purpose is. And when people do that, Mm -hmm. that is an energetic match and an energetic win all the way around. All the way around. Yeah. Should be fun. So let's shift gears for just a minute. And I don't want to necessarily dwell on this, but I do think that people always want to hear this. Talk to me about some of the challenges that you've had with not just building your business and kind of getting crystal clear as to what your lane is, but translating that into a business that actually works. And so I've created a brand new visionary retreat leaders checklist. This is pure gold folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonkay.com, click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear. And you can just put your email address in, and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold and quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So Go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing, and I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I said, I this, this particular business, I said, I never set out to create a business around. And one of the big challenges is owning your value. And Mm -hmm. the first thing about this was, you know, other people can see your value more clearly than you can because you have blind spots to it because it's just like your hair color. It's just, it's innate. And when I first started to go into the business and I observed the marketplace and you can use the word business coaches because that's what a lot of people um, might first off describe me as, which is not accurate, but it is the easy label people appropriate and put on you. And I sat down with a mentor and said, People have asked to pay for me, pay me for my brain to Mm -hmm. be a thinking partner. Mm -hmm. And yet when I look at what I observe in the business world of coaches, I don't know that I want to be in that crowd Mm -hmm. because I think people get overcharged. I think people go and take a certification and think that's it. And they've never lived the life that the challenges that will arise. And therefore, they're not necessarily going to be getting the support they need. And it's heartbreaking for me. And I sat down with a mentor and he said, you know, you come from a very different world. You know business inside and out. And I know that because I've spent time with you. You have a lot of knives in your back. You've been through a lot of adversity. You've hired people, fired people, been in legal hot water, created something from nothing. You've done all of that. You're very capable of being what they ask you and taking money in exchange. But you have to get your mindset around it because if you're going to charge whatever, the expectation on the other side is the result is given exponentially and not just once but creating a lifetime value. And so when I first started my business, a big part of it was who am I to play here and getting my mindset around owning that value Mm -hmm. and making the offer and mm-hmm. owning that. And I remember the first time I made an offer, it was a very funny story because I was not prepared to make the offer. I was in a casual conversation and somebody said, I know we're here to do this, but I think I want to hire you instead. Tell me mm-hmm. what it's like to work with you. And I was like, I was, I, I, I bumbled an offer. She yeah. accepted. Yeah. Because you weren't then accepting I it
0: necessarily. Right. I was Like go
1: into that, like a sales conversation. I, I was, I was, I did not expect to be in a sales conversation, yeah. and I undervalued myself hugely. Mm-hmm. And then I got into a spin and thought, "Can I even deliver this? Yeah, like as a business, yeah. like can I deliver this?" And so, you know, that is that is just something all of us go through and yeah. still go through. You know, you know, you think I'm going to make the offer, I stand in it. But if you can't see your value, you do not expect somebody else to see it. Absolutely, and that I could not agree more with what you just said I feel like
0: <laughs> because if we don't believe in what we do how in the world can we expect other people to believe
1: it right 100 percent. and it's a journey you know from yeah. that first client to the many Absolutely. years over and, and still the wobbles happen but the adversity was do what you know for others in your own business Mm-hmm. And I can remember when I'd worked with that first client and I was helping her build um, pillars that she wanted to serve and we're helping building the messaging around it. And we're trying to identify who the audience was and get paid like that was the goal. And I'm listening to myself give her great advice and build it out for her. And then I just had to take a moment and said, do I do that for myself in my business? And honestly, yeah. the answer is no. I'm like, that's the biggest dumb gap I've seen so yeah. far. I thought so you're like, hello, let's review here for a minute, right? I know. But I was like, it was, it was a classic moment. And I thought, okay, take your best advice. And I actually remember talking to somebody about this. I said, then I really started to have to do it and get really clear. I needed to do the things I know other businesses should do. And that meant owning gaps when I lost focus, mm-hmm. recognizing I needed new skills recognizing to shift and change rooms I was in Mm -hmm. because they weren't growing or I wasn't growing and the balance wasn't creating outcome. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest challenge is getting out of your own way. Yes. And believing consistently that no matter what your dreams are, there is more out there. Yeah. And pursue joy, pursue Mm -hmm. impact, pursue stepping into that And get over the expectation you do it solo. Because you don't. Yeah, absolutely. It's the long path. I love what you said And every time I started to realize that, I was like. No, and I love what you said about
0: (laughs) change rooms that you're in. Because, you know, I mean, uh, let's be honest. We don't get to where we are by ourselves. It really takes a village. (laughs) But you actually have to be in the room with people who are thinking bigger than you as a business owner if you're going to move yourself forward. Because. People buy, People look at what we're doing and how we get there, but they also want to. They I'm not going to say they want to be us, but they want. It's almost like a magic formula they think we have, and they mm-hmm. want that.
1: But we're a robot. Want
0: that just trust because, because it drops out of the sky. Right.
1: That's right. It's trusting that there, that there's yeah. a, that there is a proven, and that's a loose word. I'm not saying legally proven, but I'm saying there's, there's evidence that yeah. the, the path is successful. And, yeah. you know, that's one of the biggest things because in the early days when you have a lot of self doubt and doubt always is with you, you manage it better as you move. Absolutely. The big challenge was you can stay in rooms too long because you start to feel confident. And you Mm -hmm. start to contribute. And it's wonderful to contribute and absolutely please as a human being reach back and offer support to those that are behind you. However, remember, you're your own engine. You do not want to get complacent if impact is what is your heart-driven purpose. Mm -hmm. And that means saying, I don't lose the friendships, but this room no longer serves me. Yeah. I need to be in a room where I'm like, I am a little intimidated. I am a little yes. feeling uncertain. And I'm a little overwhelmed at what the speed or the level of conversation because I haven't experienced it yet.
0: Yes, But it is Thank the growth you.
1: accelerator. Well, and and the moment we do. And I think I know, rise.
0: right. And I know for me, a couple of years ago, I was in a mastermind and I have been in it for a long time. And mm-hmm. it, I love the people that were in it. Dearly. we had wonderful strong bonds, but I, I actually got to a point where I was like this isn't working for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly what you're describing it was this it was I had gotten complacent because I felt really confident and comfortable. And while that's a mm-hmm. thing as a business owner, right? I mean we absolutely have to have our own back no matter what.
1: But I also think that it can also hold you back too it can. And it can because you stop looking to create value because mm-hmm. you think I'm already valuable. And Absolutely. that's awesome. You are. And and I know I do it quarterly. So this is just a business tip for what I do. I sit down quarterly and say, where am I spending time? Because it goes back to where we started, which is what are the two things that will predict my revenue? How many people I'm meeting and how many offers i making? If I get stagnant in the routine, I can start to see those numbers drop. Yeah, And I said, well, I'm, I'm busy. But I'm no longer making progress. Yeah. And yeah. it's not the pursuit of progress in the level of hustle culture that we see out there. It is about, am I being true to answering the calling I was given? Yes. Yeah. And shake up and evaluate and say, mm-hmm. you do. One of the most important questions I ask when I'm out networking is what rooms are you in? Yeah. And, you know, why do you choose them? And if it's appropriate. I might connect other people to that room or vice versa, or ask to be included to go explore it. You must recognize that you are evolving. Your clients are evolving. And yes. if you want to create amazing experiences and feel, you know, in that movement, you cast the direction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think you forward. I love <laughs> so the, I whole, the whole, the whole questioning yourself on a regular basis as to where am I spending time because we do take on the energy of people that are in the room with us. And that can be good, but it can also be not so good in some instances too.
1: So true. And especially right now, because I think I see so often, I always tell people, you know, we're we're recording this, it's quarter two, it's the tail end of the first half of the year. And I would say it's the most dangerous quarter of the year for Hmm. business owners. And here's why. Because two things, especially for us in, in the North American marketplace, the US and Canada, we're in a place now that if you, you know, if it takes 90 days to build a business, a cycle of curiosity to maybe an offer, that's pretty common timelines for most service businesses at minimum. Then, if you don't have a strong pipeline of new clients that are starting for the summer, you have a risk of saying two things I don't really have a full client list, I'm going to take the summer off. And I am encouraging you to take time out of your business 12 months of the year, not just summer season. Absolutely then what happens is when you get to September, you're starting from zero momentum. Yeah. And it will run you the risk of saying, it's not working. Maybe 2024 will be my year. Yeah. And so you start to abandon your dreams, not realizing everyday momentum builds. And instead, I said, you know, you're here now based on what you did for the first six months. If you take time and just hit pause and have no plan, you're creating a vacuum. And if your current efforts are not leading to growth, please do not stay on the same path because nothing changes then nothing will change. So recognize every day counts. And even through the summer, I said, I take lots of time. I just spent the last three weeks ping-ponging between wine regions and different parts of the country. I had parents visiting. He said, but my business still moved, not because I worked at 24-7, but because I knew my lane. Yes, I'd thank planned you. For things, and clients are now saying to me, I want to sign contracts and start with you in September. Awesome. Let's do that.
0: Well, I mean, I spent most of May. I do a lot of retreats in my business because I love doing a retreat as a client experience. Um awesome. so, i so getting out of your comfort zone, right? And I spent um, the whole month of May down in the Florida Keys and I did two events. I did a longer event and then a mini shorter event because I had people that couldn't make the dates work. But my business didn't skip a beat that month because, you know, I've created the model. A lot of what you're talking about is exactly what I've been doing myself, especially since the pandemic, when I basically had to read 50 percent of what I had. But anyway, that's not mm-hmm. about me. I'm just making a point and agreeing with you that, We want to have our business should serve us and we should have the business model so that we can be free to have the life that we want. That's what it's all
1: about. And it can. And that's where it's focused effort on the right things. It's understanding those foundations and recognizing that the key is choose them. Like movement should be non-negotiable. I said, you know, is your engine lit? One of the most, I said, important questions I ask somebody ever before I make an offer is, is the engine lit? Why now? And are you prepared to close the back door? You can choose the speed at which you travel. The programs I do are very high touch. So it's going to be support as you need it and as you plan for it. But I said, you must choose the speed and stay in movement. Some seasons are Mach 10 hair on fire and some are not. But the goal is that the commitment level is solid. And that's you being the engine. And that because of that you're right. Go take events, go take time off, yep. manage the crisis of life. Hello, we have, we all have unexpected well, life
0: is, life is going to happen
1: happens. no matter what. It just is. Sure. Right. And when you talk about being in the rooms, what's really important about that is also having a great peer network that if you do need to step out, you've got other trusted people to say, can you step in and relationships that are so rich that you can say, I trust you and I can be vulnerable to say, I need a hand. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and when you get that transparency is really important too, right? Everything. It's everything. Yeah. And it honestly, it doesn't, it isn't as far away from you as maybe you think right now. Yes.
0: Thank you. I agree with that too. Because everything that we want is literally right here in front of us. All of our power is in what we don't see. And I see so many business owners and entrepreneurs consistently focused on, I got to look for the evidence. Well, this isn't working. Therefore, you know, that's where you got to just get dialed in more and more to your vision and your purpose.
1: And recognize that nothing happens from the sidelines. Yes. You know, we get into this real challenge and particularly, you know, I love, and I do too. I, I give a, I give a free event twice a month. I said, I will show you the roadmap. I invite you to take it. If you need help get the support you need, because simply taking the knowledge isn't enough. Simply going to the networking meeting isn't enough. It's what will you do? And yes. I said, just pretend in many ways, like you're a two year old. And I talk about it a lot. So what? Mm-hmm. What will you do? What yeah. is the consequence? What does it mean? You must do that rich contextual thinking, because that actually is what sparks movement. So, and lot. there's a lot
0: of there's a lot of business owners out there talking about i'm going to I'm going to next mm-hmm. or next time when I get to this certain point or whatever the language is, right? Mm-hmm. But to your point, that's basically just getting ready to get ready is what 100%. I want to, right And I think you can spin your wheels. and the image that comes to my mind is you get your wheels stuck in like mud and you you keep pressing on the gas and you're just like the wheels might be moving faster, but you're not necessarily getting it.
1: So true. I always tell people, there's only three reasons you don't have the business you want. It's really simple. Number one is you don't know how. Well, I will tell you just a little bit of tough love here. That's a lazy question to ask because how is it? It's a cop out. out. Knowledge is everywhere. Get the knowledge, equip yourself and get moving. Yeah. But the second reason is I know what I'm doing and I'm doing and it's not working. And that's exactly that, spinning the wheels. So stop spinning your wheels. Something has to change. You have blind spots. Go get a thinking partner and get out of that trench you've dug and move in a different direction. Mm -hmm. The third reason you don't have the business you want is you don't have a big enough why. And this is an interesting one. I know there's a lot of talk about the why. And the biggest truth that really shook my foundation was when I got called on my why, because I always thought my why was external. And it was a division board, and I have one, and it was really in my mind about socially acceptable whys. Mm -hmm. I could do this for my parents who are aging and giving them the ability to support them to get there if I needed to. It could be about my husband who, you know, had a high stress job, and I wanted to help and support him. Or his health wasn't great. And I thought I need to be able to play now because we might not live to 90. And I really got caught up in the socially acceptable, the why was external. And I love my family. But the truth really was, I didn't get out of bed for that. I got reminded when that happened, but it wasn't the reason I got out of bed. And I was working during the pandemic. My husband was at home. And he called me on it. And he said, I just, I got to check you because I heard you say something today. And it was talking about what your engine was. That vision board, 95% of it is not us. You do this for you. Yeah. And honestly, it a was such a hard stinger at the time. It yeah. was so spot on. That's why it was such a stinger. And I thought, yeah, you have to know your why. yeah, Because I can't drag you. My job is not to convince you. And anytime I start to hear myself in convincing mode, I have a really short trigger that says that's not your job. You yeah. can vision, cast, invite, but you cannot drag. You cannot do the work for somebody else. Your job is the thinking partner, not the executioner, unless you're hiring me to execute something for you, which is different. You're the business engine. Mm. Love that. can't. To build the light. actually, the moment you really get clear, is it comes from within, yeah. and it's one hundred percent okay to have an internal self-driven why. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, and it's, it's not
0: something to be ashamed. Like a light bulb is of. going off. You're like, now I get it. Ah,
1: open. I get it. Like they're parting the Red Sea, right? Well, and it truly it comes down to it feels like oxygen. Yeah, it feels non-negotiable to me. Yeah, and I keep my foot on the gas because Mm -hmm. it drives me to honestly watch people build the life they want is the coolest thing ever. It is divine to see it. And people trust me to help. Such good,
0: such so many good takeaways for people listening. They're just like one golden nugget after the next. So
1: (laughs) thank you. Where can people find you, Christine? So you can find me in the name I carry. So my website and my business, you can find the ecosystem is christinecampbellrapin.com. That's R-A-P-I-N. That's where you're going to find my whole ecosystem, a chance to connect to me on social, connect to the resources that I offer and learn more about who and what we do. I'd love to have an invitation to chat. I love Just it. Just chat. I love it.
0: Thank you so much for making time to talk with me today. I really appreciate your insight and just your your visuals and just, um, you know, I sort of felt like I was on the ride with you.
1: Yay. I love it. Thank you for having me here.
0: Fantastic. Absolutely. So folks out there listening, if you, if this conversation has inspired you or helped move you along a path, maybe helped move you past an obstacle and look, maybe that obstacle was in your head, right? Because as business owners, we've all been there. Please take advantage of Christine's offer to reach out to her. You will find her website down in the show notes. You can reach out to her. You can, at the very least, go to her website and learn more about her and what she does and how she's translating her purpose and her why into an amazing client experience. If you are in the business of client experiences, I want to talk to you. So feel free to connect with me on my website, www.theallisonk.com send me a message and either I or someone on my team will connect with you and we'll begin the booking process. One of the reasons why I want to be having conversations like this is to demonstrate to you that there are a number of different ways that we can create experiences, but it's more than just sign here on the dotted line and these are the deliverables that you'll get and poof, the change that you want will come. The way we create change is to start a movement. So if you know a friend or business colleague who you think really needs to hear this conversation, please copy the link and send it to them as a free gift from me. Or again, connect with me on my site, www.theallisonkay.com, and I will be happy to do that for you. Um, Please know I am so incredibly thankful for every single one of you. This is one of the reasons why we're on the air four years later and going, and why we're heard worldwide, and why we consistently rank in the top 100 um, for our show, and it's because of people like you. And just know that I could not do this work without you. So. That's what I got for you this week on the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.